Welcome back to Considerations from the Capitol from the Deeper Dive Podcast. My name is Bill Winnell. As always, joined by Father Larry Swink. Good evening, Father. Good evening, everybody. Like the walking wounded here. We're going to try to get through this. Today is Monday of the second week of Advent. Father, reflect on today's gospel from St. Luke. One day, as Jesus was teaching, Pharisees and teachers of the law, who had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem, were sitting there, and the power of the Lord was with him for healing. And some men brought on a stretcher a man who was paralyzed. They were trying to bring him in and set him in his presence. But not finding a uh, way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on the stretcher through the tiles into the middle in front of Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, As for you, your sins are forgiven. Then the scribes and Pharisees began to ask themselves, Who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who but God alone can forgive sins? Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them in reply, What are you thinking in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Rise and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the one who was paralyzed, I say to you, Rise, pick up your stretcher, and go home. He stood up immediately before them, picked up what he had been lying on, and went home, glorifying God. Then astonishment seized them all, and they glorified God. And struck with awe, they said, We have seen incredible things today. Father. All right, folks. You ever thought about how your faith is super important because Jesus will heal others because of your faith? Not their faith, but your faith. And... um Today's gospel, you know, as we journey through Advent and we ourselves try to work on our personal holiness and do some soul searching about where we need to prepare for our imminent death at whenever that is. And also the final judgment, but Christmas too, all these three comings, uh, so to speak, or these two comings. But um, the question is, are we helping others prepare to say, see the Lord? And you notice, I think, the church gives us this particular reading because it says men brought on a stretcher. Okay. The stretcher has four parts to it. So there's four friends and they carry it. Well, actually it could have been two men, right? <laughs> two strong men, both taken two handles. I don't know. It's, it's been displayed as four. I've always thought it was four. I don't know why, but who knows? And because it's also, you're carrying a man, uh, but a lot of people carry a stretcher with two people. Anyway, let's get let's get to the point. Um, and they want to bring them to Jesus, but the crowd is blocking them. So rather than get discouraged, you know, they they go to the, the top of the roof. And you can imagine being the, the owner of the roof here, you know, like first of all, you're you're a little bit anxious because everyone's like pouring out of your windows and like, hey, don't touch that. And there's crowds, you know, trying to see Jesus. And all of a sudden, someone breaks through your roof. Now, back then, we didn't have the type of roofs we have today, but it was like clay and mud and things like this. So you could, you could, uh, with a little bit of, you know, uh, elbow grease, you could um, break open a, um, a roof and they lower him down. And Jesus says to them, he says, when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the guy, as for you, your sins are forgiven. He saw the four men's faith or two men's faith, the ones who brought the paralyzed man. He's the reason that he healed the man because he saw their faith. And, uh, you know, now St. Augustine, he, this 
he comments on this particular passage and he says the paralyzed man can be likened to a spiritually paralyzed person who was able to receive the mercy of God for their sins because they're unable to get to the church, right? They're just not able, they don't have the faith to even think about what does healing look like. So these friends bring them to Jesus. And what does he, now, the other thing he says is, is to the paralyzed man, he doesn't say first, get up and walk. He says, as for you, your sins are forgiven. Wait a minute, Jesus, this man's paralyzed. Why did you say and your sins are forgiven? Well, it's the point that he wants to make is that there's that sin is, is a more uh, dangerous and uh, awful thing than even paralysis. Um, I think a lot of times in prayer, we tend to pray about physical well-being. And we ought to. I think it's good. Even in the Mass, we talk about being physically healed at times in the opening prayers for Advent. But how often do we just say, Lord, whatever it takes, I want to be spiritually healed. And I, our Lord is just making this point that, look, I know you're paralyzed, but the bigger problem is, is your sin. And I think most people don't think about their sin. They think about their physical illness. Um, step back a little bit. You know, today I did a funeral for this uh, young boy, um, Finn, and many of you probably have watched uh, or followed him if you're from the Southern Maryland area. And one of the points I was making is that, like, what, what was the good that came out of his death? You know, this, this young boy who died of this severe brain cancer and had a really, quote unquote, ferocious fight for a year uh, with this is, I think a lot of people came back to church or will come back to the church because of him. I mean, I just got that sense at the funeral, like, you know, he probably gave made people think about heaven uh, to think about, you know, wait, where am I headed? Where am I going? You know? Um, and I think too, is ask yourself this question. Um, have we ever sort of, you know, taken away the obstacles for people to help them meet Jesus? Um, you know, sometimes the obstacles that they have, like using that image of the roof, is, you know, they, they don't understand the meaning of suffering. Uh, maybe they, they think that their sins are too great, that God would never really want them in a church. Um, they don't understand what mercy is in confession. They've never really understood clearly what the Eucharist is. Um, they don't know what love is, like the true meaning of the word love. Um, they don't have a sense of the, of the, of God essentially. And, uh, and I guess the question we have to ask is, you know, maybe during Advent, is there someone that God's asking us to kind of put on a stretcher and bring to Christ? Um, now, we can do this in many ways. I mean, obviously, I'm not saying go out there and handcuff someone. <laughs> Inside joke. Um, handcuff someone and, you know, um, you know, bring them to church. But, you know, um, maybe we can pray them in church, offer our sufferings for them. Maybe we can... Do some kind of novena for them so that they're not paralyzed. All right, that's enough for today. A lot to think about. And what does Jesus say? Rise up and walk. I say to you, rise, pick up your stretcher and go home. And he picked up Adam and Lion and went home glorifying God. You know, imagine how he felt, you know, for the first time in years, I can walk. And he looked at his friends like, hey, thanks for introducing me to Jesus. Thank you for bringing me to church. 
So, all right, folks, God bless you. Peace.